Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Trevor Talks on the Ram Radio at Angelo State University. Wow, it has been like a whole week since I did my last episode and that's because there has been just so much stuff going on out here. Uh, Most recently on Tuesday, um, the entire library was closed so I couldn't get up into the booth here and I'll talk about that more in just a minute. Um, And then last Thursday I was actually out of town. I had to go to Chicago uh, to do some stuff so I'm going to talk about that today as well. Um, first up, yeah, so Tuesday, everything was canceled at ASU on campus. Um, pretty much the whole place was shut down. Everything was closed uh, because there was snow. And, of course, whenever there's any little bit of snow, uh, even though it, it probably was not even a whole inch, uh, people in Texas don't really know how to drive in snow, so it can be kind of unsafe for them to do so. Uh, And of course, because the roads are slippery uh, and all of that other stuff going on. So all of the buildings on campus, except for the dorms and the cafeteria, were all closed. So they didn't have to have uh, extra faculty staffers um, driving in on these slippery roads to campus and potentially uh, putting their their selves at risk uh, due to complex driving situations. Uh, And of course, the radio booth uh, for the Ram radio is up here on the third floor of the Porter Henderson Library uh, near the communications department. And so since the library was closed, I could not get in here and do the show. And that's okay. Uh, It was was some weird circumstances there going on. Um, It's great to be back though. I hope all of you uh, made it through that snow day uh, just fine here at Angelo State. Um, and then, of course, before that, so last Thursday, I was up in Chicago. And I will go ahead and go through that whole trip now. That's kind of what I'm going to discuss today is just my my brief little jaunt to Chicago. Um, so it was great to be back in Chicago First of all, the last time I was there uh, was back in August. I was just up there for a day, uh, but I didn't really leave the airport. I was just kind of in that area, uh, hanging out with some people. It was a lot of fun, Uh, but this time I was there for like three days so I could go downtown and hang out with my friends who live there in Chicago and get to go tour some of the the touristy sites and all of that, see the city for what it is. Uh, so the first, the first, this all started, uh, so Wednesday night, I flew out, but I didn't fly out of San Angelo. I actually flew out of Abilene because United Airlines was adding a flight from Houston to Abilene and Abilene to Houston, and Wednesday was the first one. Uh, and y'all know I love to travel. I like to fly a lot. That is definitely my kind of thing, and I had not had the chance to be on an inaugural flight before, uh, which is, of course, the first flight uh, of its kind, whether it's on a new aircraft or to a new destination or from a new destination, 
Um, so I, I booked my flights purposely so that I would be on that one. And it was very interesting. I got to the airport and they had balloons up everywhere um, celebrating this new flight. It's only like an hour flight, but they're still celebrating it because it's pretty cool. And then we got through security and up at the gate jet bridge area, they have more balloons and a lot of fun stuff going on. They had a bunch of local officials like the Abilene mayor and uh, the people in charge of the airport and all of that good stuff. The local media was out there too. And they did a whole ribbon cutting ceremony, which was very fun to watch. Great to see them uh, all celebrating this new flight. Um, and I was talking to one of the guys there from, from the airport just about how it's so convenient that they would add this flight uh, because as a person who's from Houston, it's really nice to be able to fly out of Abilene because Abilene is like an hour and a half away from San Angelo. Uh, and then it's like an hour flight from there to Houston. Uh, whereas if I need to get back to Houston from San Angelo, I would have to fly American and have a layover over in Dallas. Um, so Flying out of Abilene when I need to go to Houston will actually decrease my total travel time by like an hour, uh, which is really nice. So uh, I was talking to this airport guy about that and the local news reporter overheard me and he was like, hey, can I interview you for the news? And I was like, sure, you know, I'm a, I'm a media person here, you know, and, and I'd love to help out other media people. So said yes, and I got interviewed, and it was really funny. So they, they put it on the news, um, and the little caption they gave me was, Trevor Bills, Houston native. Uh, and I just I thought that was really cool. Um, that, is, that is me. I am a Houston native. Uh, so it's on the Abilene local news. If you go and check it out, it's on their website. Um, the, the headline has something to do with like United Airlines adding a flight to Abilene, uh, operated by SkyWest. Uh, so if you just type in like United Airlines, SkyWest, Abilene, and look at the first few links that pop up, you are bound to find it. And you can go watch their whole little like two segment, I mean, two minute segment, uh, about this whole initial flight from Abilene to Houston and within that two minute segment there's like a brief maybe 10 seconds uh, of them asking me some questions and me talking about how it's so convenient to to have this nice flight from out here in West Texas straight into Houston very helpful but anyway yeah so we got on the plane and they had little gift bags for all of us and so these gift bags included uh, a mug that said the Abilene Airport all over it. And then we got a little luggage tag from United. Very nice of them to include that. Um, and we also got two little Keurig cups of coffee for the mug so that we could make our coffee in it. Um, and then there was also a face mask that said uh, Abilene Airport on it. Uh, which is, of course, very nice during these times of COVID. Uh, we have to wear masks anyway, especially on the planes. And so for them to think of that and then give us an Abilene Airport one 
uh, was very, very kind of them, and they thought that through well. Uh, and then there was also a cookie in there, uh, a local bakery. I don't recall which one it was. They didn't say, but a local bakery made these little airplane-shaped cookies and had them decorated all nicely. And uh, they gave those out to us as well in these nice little gift bags. Uh, so yeah, after that, got on the plane, got on the other plane, I'm headed to Chicago, I'm on the plane, and the flight attendant uh, comes over to me after we're already on the plane, and uh, she's like, sir, how old are you? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm 18. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, and it's because you have to be 15 years or older to sit in the exit row. Uh, I always sit in the exit row because I like having that extra legroom. It's very nice. Uh, I'm a tall guy, and being able to stretch out my legs is just super important. Um, but it was it was funny, though, because no one has ever asked me if I was old enough to sit in the exit row seat before. Uh, but anyway, so I get into Chicago, and I went to hang out with my friends, and that's about it for my first kind of night there. Um and then the next day in Chicago, didn't really do much. We just kind of hung out. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was pretty chilly outside. Um, and then so th Friday in Chicago, uh, I headed out with my friends. There were a few major things that I wanted to do uh, in Chicago that I've wanted to do for a long time. Um and the, the two major things were going to the Nutella Cafe and going to Millennium Park with Cloudgate and The Bean. And so those were the two main things I wanted to do. And so on that uh, Friday, I was like, yeah, we need, to, we need to go do this today, make it happen. It was raining outside, um, but that did not stop us. We went and did it anyway. Uh, first up, yeah, was the Nutella Cafe. So we walked from my friend's downtown apartment uh, over to the Nutella Cafe, which is on Michigan Avenue. It's a very beautiful street there in Chicago. And for those of you who haven't necessarily heard of what the Nutella Cafe is before, uh, essentially, Nutella has two of these cafes that they kind of own and operate. Uh, one of them is in Chicago, and then the other one is in New York City. And what they do is they are they have a restaurant, and they just sell Nutella-related stuff. So uh, one of their big things is they've got the Nutella crepes. Uh, they've also got Nutella pancakes. And another cool thing that they have is it's like a, a bowl of Greek yogurt, and then it's got some some berries in there. And Nutella over it, but also little chunks of pound cake. Uh, I thought that was an interesting uh, kind of thing that they've come up with there. And then they also had all kinds of other Nutella-related items, ranging from gelato to even Nutella-filled cookies and just everything in between. Uh, if you want more info on that, you can check out their website. Just look it up online. It is wonderful, and I would definitely recommend that you uh, make a stop by there anytime you happen to be in Chicago or New York City because it is a wonderful place to go. 
I personally got a Nutella crepe with strawberries and bananas, and it was fantastic. They did an excellent job there, and I'm really happy to have crossed that off my bucket list of items to do in Chicago. Uh, so after that, we continued walking down Michigan Avenue all the way over to Millennium Park with Cloudgate, and, uh, which is the bean, of course. Uh, and it was really nice. Uh, due to the coronavirus restrictions put in place, uh, they have kind of fencing up all around the whole bean sculpture. So you can't get up there and touch it. I don't know if it's because they don't want you to just touch it and like spread the coronavirus via touching stuff or if it's because when it's open like that, people are going to be in very close proximity to each other taking photos with it. Um, but it's closed and that's that. Uh, they also have a very nice amphitheater over there in Millennium Park. Um, it kind of resembles the one that they have in Herman Park in Houston, which is also very nice. And I always enjoy going there. So you can go to outdoor concerts uh, and things of that nature. Um, so after we were there at Millennium Park, we were walking back. We decided to make a stop by the Under Armour store over there downtown. Also very nice, super cool to be in there. Um, and then by that time, I mean, cause when we went to Nutella cafe, it was kind of like a breakfast thing. Um, so a couple hours later we were ready for a real meal. Uh, so we stopped by this Chick-fil-A there and it's a two-story Chick-fil-A, uh, where you enter the bottom floor, which is at ground level. And then you kind of, you order your food there, um, and you can get your drinks there and stuff too. And then upstairs is where they have the whole dining area, which is really large. And they also have the kitchen up there. And so what they do is they have this little like conveyor belt thing. And so if you order food uh, to go, they, they make your food upstairs in the kitchen and then they like put it on this little conveyor belt thing and it just takes it right downstairs uh, to a guy who's waiting down there at the bottom and then uh, they just like pull it off the conveyor belt and give it to you. Uh, but they have a drink machine and like a lemonade machine and all that stuff downstairs because um, it's the, the cups with drinks are just too heavy to be moving around on this conveyor belt. It's moving, it's moving pretty quickly too. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, and the other thing interesting about that is that their dining room was open. So I know most Chick-fil-A's actually have their indoor dining area closed uh, due to the coronavirus, of course. And so the fact that this one had it open uh, kind of surprised me. I wasn't sure if it was a company policy that, that had them all closed or just local, uh, state, or even city regulations. So that was cool. Uh, and so back outside, walking back to their apartment, one thing I noticed that's really interesting uh, about Chicago that we don't really see in Houston or especially here in San Angelo is that the um, compacting trash cans are very popular in Chicago. So they had a compacting trash can there inside of Chick-fil-A and they had compacting trash cans outside on the street. Uh, so if you're just walking along the street and you have trash to throw away, like you put it in a compacting trash can and that's just how they do. Um, so it's an interesting strategy that they've got there. And if it works for them, then that's wonderful. 
uh, but it's it's just different. Uh, so that was it for that day. The rest of the day, we kind of just hung out, didn't really do much. Uh, and then the next day, I was leaving my friends downtown and heading over to DePaul University to hang out with another friend over there. Um, and so I, I took an Uber over there to DePaul, to the dorms and everything, um, because I didn't know how to use the train system yet, but I was going to learn. Uh, so I got over there and I kind of, this is where it gets really interesting. So I kind of dropped my stuff off at my friend's dorm. Uh, and then he had to do some kind of uh, a thing for like a group project or something, uh, get on a conference call. So I was like, okay, I will just walk over to the nearest Starbucks and sit in there and get some homework, some studying done uh, while you're on your conference call so that I don't interrupt you or anything like that. So I went over to the nearest Starbucks and I got in there and it turns out uh, that that particular Starbucks was not allowing people to sit inside it because some Starbucks do uh, have indoor seating even though the coronavirus is happening and others don't. Um, and that's okay. So I just, I got me one of those pumpkin spice lattes. I love pumpkin stuff, by the way. And I started walking back over to his dorm. I figured I would just walk inside and like sit in the lobby and do, do some homework there or just do something. Uh, but it was pretty chilly outside. So I wanted to go hang out in a lobby where it was nice and warm. Uh, and I actually found another friend of mine just on the street who also goes to DePaul. Um, I was only going to be there for a day, so I didn't make plans with like a lot of people, uh, but I knew him anyway, and I, I found him on the street, so it was really cool. Uh, got, to, got to see him, say hi, uh, and then continue on. Uh, so after hanging out, doing some homework for a while, when my friend got off his conference call, uh, we decided to go do a little bit of touring over there on um, the side of Chicago. And so we took the L train, which was very fun. I had not previously ridden the L train uh, the last time I was in Chicago. And I really have not ever read a subway um, and Houston, we've got the light rail trains. I've read those a couple of times, uh, but nothing, nothing too crazy. So this was really fun. And, uh, we were off and our first stop we made was over at Wrigley field. And, uh, we got out there, went over, checked out Wrigley field. It is a wonderful baseball field and very historic to the city of Chicago. Uh, so it was awesome to be there. And then we continued on over to the Starbucks Reserve location right by Wrigley Field, which is another interesting concept that we don't really see in many other places. Uh, they've got a couple in Seattle, a few in Chicago, and then some in New York City as well. Um, essentially, what a Starbucks Reserve is, it's like a normal Starbucks, but fancier, I guess. Um, like they serve their coffee in black cups. Uh, and even if, if you get a cold drink, like instead of having green text on it, it has black text. Uh, so it's supposed to be just like a more fancy, um, kind of, kind of Starbucks. They've got some more exotic coffees from faraway lands that they don't necessarily have in mainline locations. Um, and then there's, there's going to be one in, in each of those cities, which is the Starbucks Reserve Roastery, 
which is a massive building and it's a Starbucks reserve location, but then they also have an on-site roastery where they take fresh coffee beans and roast them right there, uh, like before your eyes, before they proceed with brewing the coffee. And so you can kind of watch that whole, whole process happen. That wasn't the location that I was at, but I did end up at that location later and I will get to that. Uh, so also after, after going to Wrigley Field and checking that out and the Starbucks Reserve, we got back on the train and headed a little bit further over uh, and went over to Portillo's. And Portillo's is a Chicago staple, very important there. Uh, and I got one of the Chicago hot dogs and it was wonderful. Uh, Chicago does hot dogs very well. I haven't been up to New York City yet. I hear New York City does Chicago uh, hot dogs a little bit better um, and that they're they're going to be different because they're New York hot dogs. Um, so I'll, I'll have to try that. I'll let you all know when I get up to New York. Uh, but it was very good. So after that, we headed over to what's called the Magnificent Mile, uh, which is essentially like this mile-long section of road uh, over there on the side of the city that has like Sears Tower, which is now Willis Tower, uh, and all that other good stuff. And this mile-long stretch of road has all these high-end shops on it, like Gucci and uh, like Louis Vuitton, all this stuff. Um, pretty cool. And uh, so we, we went through there and also on that magnificent mile street is the reserve roastery, which is what I just mentioned. Uh, I didn't go in there because the line was outlandishly long, um, but that's it. So then went back, studied some more. Next day, I took the L train over to the airport, got on my flight to Houston uh, and then back to Abilene and I headed out. It was a great trip. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Remember, you can listen live at 11 Central on TuneIn Radio or anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you.